God freaking damn it! What is up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Big Four Podcast. I'm with your usual Brian and Andrew. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm all right. Andrew's all right. Brian is upset about the Bruins game. Somehow the Bruins just didn't score there. Um, I don't know how. You know, that's the Bruins, though. They find ways to lose. Oh, yeah. Someone just, Carlos just got dangled. And, ooh, lost it. Um, Yeah, doing well. Doing well. Cool. And as always, we are your number two source for all things sports. If you know, you know, go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the big four underscore podcast. We haven't done this in a while. How long has it been? Like two weeks? We're getting erratic. Oh, it's, it's whatever. It, it's whatever. We're just doing a, it when we want to and just scrapping the schedule. Just say and F it doing it when we want to. And we want to. So we're here. Um, but the good thing is when you wait this long, there's a lot to talk about. And I guess the first thing that we can really talk about, and this doesn't even mean that, or like it doesn't affect if we, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Odell Beckham Jr. is on the Rams. That was the big news of today and pretty much the big news of the week in the NFL, maybe even the past two weeks, um, cut by the Browns and picked up today by the Rams. Really out of the blue, um, you know, there was, uh, I forget who was, I think it was Diana Rossini. Yeah. Saying it right. She came out with the uh, three teams that he was honing in on. And the Rams weren't one of those three teams. So they kind of just, it was kind of out of the blue. Um, but he will join Stafford and Cooper Cup and, and Vaughn Miller. And the list goes on of absolute studs on that team. Um, and he's just going to add another dynamic to that offense. So, what do you guys think about this? Um, it, it just gives them another receiver. It gives them a solid wide receiver, too. Um, I mean, it doesn't – I don't think it's really – Disrespect to Robert Woods. And Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson just lost a job. Yeah, rip him. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I feel like this move doesn't make them a whole lot better or worse. Um. I think it does make them a little bit better simply because, I mean, the name itself just draws attention. And then you also have Cooper Cup and Robert Woods and then Tyler Higby. So, I mean, it's just, it's a lot of names, which is good. I think he still has a, I think he still has a lot to prove. I still think he's going to be a pretty good receiver. Um, But I mean, like we were saying this basically since he got released is, New England was the number one destination that he sh- should have be- gone to. And when you when you just put it all together between a team that can compete, a team where you can go in and be the number one wide receiver, like you the those two options really aren't there with any team. He's not going to go in to Green Bay or Kansas City or the Rams and be the wide receiver one. He is going to be on a really good team, but he's not going to be the wide receiver one. Um, and then, I mean, obviously there were a lot of talks about New Orleans, him going home. That's where, you know, he grew up and stuff. But I don't know. I feel like that's a good place for him to be. I mean, L.A. can't really complain. It's a solid It's a solid place to, you know, live. So eh, No. Why? Nobody wants to live in L.A. anymore. That's true. San Diego would be cooler, more ideal. I want to live in South Dakota. Um, Nobody wants to live uh, in California anymore. That's another topic. Yeah, too many earthquakes and the and the bad air quality. Oh, bad uh, air quality! Yeah. I'm out of there. <laughs> um, I don't know. I I like this too. I think Odell has just been put in super tough situations like his quarterbacks have been what Eli Manning, Daniel Jones, and Baker Mayfield. That's not exactly pristine for a good wide receiver. Um, so he's getting one of the better quarterbacks in the league, arguably top, actually not arguably definitely top 10, arguably top five this season um, in Matthew Stafford. And I'm not sure if it really is all about him wanting to be the number one receiver. Um, I get that's something that he does want, but I think just overall, he just wanted to get more targets, get more receptions like I don't really think he cares too much 
about being that number one guy. I think he just wanted to show that he can contribute more. And when he's getting what one target and or like yeah. three targets, he had, he had one catch for six yards. Yeah, like that. You can't. That's not really contributing. And and it's yeah. clear that the Cleveland offense wants to be more run heavy with their two running backs, and they don't really trust Baker. I wouldn't really either. He hasn't been spectacular. Um. So now he's going to an offense that's more balanced, and if anything, they probably throw the ball more than they run it, and they probably will continue to do that because they have uh, a new wide receiver. So I think he is in a good spot. Um, great spot to win a Super Bowl. Like that team is loaded and a better spot to get what he wanted in the end, which I don't really think it was to be the number one. It was just to get more receptions, get more targets and be involved more. So I think this is a good spot off the right radar and no one really thought about it. But when I thought about it, you know, after it happened and up, up until now, I think it is a good spot for him and I think he can do well. Yeah. If you're, t- if you're talking contenders, that's, that's definitely where you want to go. I mean, yeah. And then obviously adding Von Miller, like I was not expecting that. I mean, if you, if you are just wanting to go to, if you just want to win, you go to Florida or you go to Los Angeles. That's basically it. It's kind of funny that in 54 years of the Super Bowl, a home team never played in their stadium. And now it could very well happen two years in a row. Yeah. Oh, is that SoFi this year? Yeah, yeah. it's at SoFi. Okay, Whoa. speaking of SoFi. That place is sick, incredible. Like that is now officially on my bucket list of thing of places where I want to go. Well, what they spend like place, four billion dollars or something ridiculous no, like that it on it? No, nah, it was ridiculous. not that much, but it was a lot of money. Oh, I think yeah. it was. It might have been five billion. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hold on, let me yeah. look it up. It was. Yeah, it's it's pricey because the. Clippers new arena is like 1.5 billion. It might even be more than that. And that's a uh, Rams so, owner. Steve, Steve Ballmer can uh, afford that. Oh, it said it's about 2 million. So, or 2 billion. Sorry, not 2 million. 2 oh, million. Two billion. Oh, stupid. 2 billion, <laughs> which is still, eh, that's chump change. No, I'm just kidding. That's freaking ridiculous. Actually, wait, no. Now on Wikipedia, it says it's 5 to 6 billion. I yeah, don't know. That's what I thought. Know. I could have sworn it was like 5 or something. Yeah. 5, five to 6. Five. Yeah, Rams, Chargers. Unveil five billion dollar so far. Yeah. yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Insane. Um, but yeah, uh, so go ahead. I also think it's I also think it's funny how you know Cleveland I mean, the- starts off Cleveland starts off pretty well in the season. They think they start off like three and one-ish. Odell comes back, they start struggling. Um he gets released and they put up a 40 spot on the Cincinnati Bengals. Um I don't know. What causes that? I think it might just be like just a bad fit for OBJ. I don't know, but I just I I just think it's quite ironic how that happens. Yeah, it is. I mean, I'm looking at this game right now. It really wasn't. I mean, yeah, it really wasn't the offense. Baker only threw for 218 yards, which yeah. unfortunately seems like that he does that every game. I don't I don't get him. Um, but yeah, Nick Chubb, 14 carries for 137 and yeah. the defense to had two picks. Um, yeah, one so, of the game changed on the pick six on the first of the game. Yeah. yeah. So that, that, yeah, that, that didn't happen. The game's completely different. Yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, it is weird. The, and, uh, I'm just going to preface with this. This has been the weirdest NFL season that I've ever experienced in my, my entire life. Goodness and I can, it's so I think, weird. I think people can attest to that because we didn't even go over because we missed week eight and week nine. So we haven't talked about the Jets beating the Bengals after the Bengals slaughtered the Ravens, who looked like one of the better teams in the league. After we beat the Jets by 41. Then the Bengals, yeah, then the Bengals, the Bengals slaughter the Ravens, then they lose to the Jets and get crushed by the Browns back-to-back weeks. The Cowboys lose to the Broncos. Uh, the Falcons beat the Saints, which is, I mean, that would be, normally that would be, a crazy game, but no one really cares because of the other things that happened. The Jaguars beat the Bills nine to six in probably one of the worst football games of all time. Um, what about the 2017 wildcard game, nine to six final Jacksonville? Oh, who did they play in that yeah. game? Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that was when uh, Nathan Peterman was quarterback. <laughs> but yeah, that, I don't, I don't, I don't get like the you can't really you can't do any, like you can't predict games in the NFL this year because you really don't know. And then the Titans go out and beat the Rams and they've lost to the Jets this year. Yeah. It's another turnover in front of the damn net to a goal and they lose. 
Okay. Screw this. Oh, yeah. Week. They're Sorry. up. They're up five two with two and a half to go. We that can uh, move on to our boy Cameron. Cameron. Oh yeah, Cam Newton is going back to the Panthers. Oh yeah. <laughs> what? I don't. It doesn't. I don't really no, know sucks. if that affects anything. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, I don't think that yeah, affects anything. I was. I mean, I was saying this earlier. It would be so so funny if this happened last week. If yeah. Hey, what else? Sam Darnold got hurt and then couldn't play last week. And then they signed Cam Newton, and they're just like, "Oh, who are we playing this week? Uh, the Patriots." And then he just throws for like he throws like ten for like twenty nine, three picks, like <laughs> seventy five yards. Well, that that would yeah, be I quite ironic. But I uh, I was nothing but the worst. I mean, I wouldn't say that. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like it would be kind of cool for him to like win against teams that, you know, us Pats fans aren't very fond of considering they play our division this year. So uh, I would like him to get some, get a few W's, maybe beat the bills. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really think that affects not anything. I mean, the Panthers aren't no, really good. They start off hot because they played the three worst teams in America, and then yeah. they kind of fizzled out. The same thing with there. the Broncos. Same thing with the Broncos. Although, I mean, Broncos look better because they they actually have a win against a legit team. They beat the, the Cowboys. Um, moving on to a really weird team, and Brian's kind of been saying this the entire season, but the Vikings, they have five losses. I like the Vikings. And I don't think they're the Vikings, bad. They find ways to lose games. The, well, the Vikings have five losses with a combined uh in those five losses they've lost combined by 18 points they've lost two overtime games and then they've lost by 1.7 points and four points and then the two overtime games they lost by a field goal so they've lost five games by a total of 18 points and then the other games i mean they've beaten up on some bad teams like they beat the lions like or a paint they are the vikings lions panthers seahawks um uh, yeah, those are the three wins. Um, but this Vikings team could very well be, I mean, I'm not going to say 8-0 and because that's obviously unrealistic, but they could be above 500, but they're sitting 3-5. and Another Yet they still have a good chance to make the playoffs because the seventh seed is wide open for the NFC. Yeah, it is. They, it oh, is. yeah. Um, and then, the t- like, I don't understand. And then the Titans, who what let up like a bajillion points week one. And then a few weeks later lost the jets. Everyone thinking the worst team in the league lose Derrick Henry. And then they, what didn't they beat a beat up on a good team? They they beat the freaking Rams. Rams. But that was more Stafford beating the Rams. It it was, it was, but at the same time, it's still impressive. Like, and they're in seven two. like it does not make any sense whatsoever. I don't get it because everyone like this defense has been so bad all year. And then all of a sudden, oh, we're going to head into SoFi and then we're going to find a pass rush. And then they yeah. just get to so Stafford all like night long. Yeah. Also, another surprise. Pittsburgh? What? Pittsburgh's defense like, what's, is what's hard, hard carrying. Hard carrying. Big Ben sucks. He's really, really bad. Yeah. It's, it's the dump off show. It's the dump off show to Najee Harris and let your defense get stops. That's what they're banking on and speaking of the Steelers AFC North and even AFC West both both AFC West and AFC North have all teams above 500 which is ridiculous I don't know if I've ever seen anything like this Chargers Raiders at top of the West five and three and then Chiefs Broncos at the bottom with five and four and then this North has Ravens five and two Steelers five and three Browns and Bengals both five and two like both of these are I mean the Broncos are five and four I wouldn't really say anything but the NFC North the Bengals are in last I like you could easily say that they're the best team in that that division I mean they've had two weeks where they haven't looked good but in the weeks that they've won they've looked really really good so the standings look weird the Patriots are climbing up the standings in the AFC East the uh, NFC West which everyone thought was going to be the best division in football again have two teams that are three and five. The Seahawks stink and the Niners are really bad. Jimmy G, I'm I'm so thankful that I, I said it. I said it. I was very early on this train. I was so glad that the Patriots went 
the draft route and not trading for Jimmy G. Like there were some, some reports were saying, I am, I'm glad because that guy is not a good football player. Um, And then the Packers after getting absolutely demolished week one by the saints are seven and two and look like one of the better teams in the FC. It's a weird, it's a weird season. That's all I'm going to say. Because you can be so good one week and then be not good at all the next. And I mean, it makes it more fun because so many divisions are up for grabs. I would say that the, that the NFC West would be more competitive if Russell Wilson didn't get injured because there were some winnable games while he was gone. Um, mm-hmm. Specifically uh, new Orleans, they lost 13 to 10. That's an mm-hmm. easy win for them. Obviously like 31 to seven against the Jaguars. They won with Geno Smith. That just speaks volumes about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, loss of the Steelers in overtime, 23-20. That could have easily been a win. Um, but, yeah, those are two victories that could have changed. Um, they lost those, easily could have won them. They could be 5-3. and three. Um, Still not super competitive with the, you know, 8-1, and 7-2. and two, But that's a playoff record at the moment. So. Yeah, it is. Uh uh yeah i don't really know if there's anything else uh pats looked good i mean in terms of patriots their last two weeks i mean they kind of i mean the chargers did we talk about the chargers game chargers game is good um yeah and then they played the panthers which was irrelevant like that game didn't really matter because the panthers stink and the patriots looked bad in the first half like they did not look good at all um and then they defense was great all game though yeah defense is good um Um, what's his name Christian Barmore, great game. Oh, Christian Barmore. He's a beast. He is a beast. It's just frustrating how they're like legit three plays away from being eight and one, but whatever. Yeah, huh. yeah whatever. It don't matter. The Miami game's gonna haunt us all season. Well, yeah, that I don't know how they freaking lost that game. That's ridiculous. Miami's horrible. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how Baltimore's gonna go. Is I don't understand how this game is three to three. Yeah, that's bad. Baltimore is so confusing. They so. They have so many comebacks this season against mediocre teams, which is very, very – it would make me very nervous if I was a Ravens fan come playoff time because you can't get yourself – you can't dig yourself a hole in playoff games. You just can't unless your name is Tom Brady. So they got to figure that out. They got to get the offense going quick because, I mean, Lamar Jackson's first quarter – statistics for the entire season really has been considerably lower than what it has been for the rest of the game. And most teams that strike early in playoff games tend to come home with a victory. So mm-hmm. I got to figure that out. Yeah. Um, uh, huh. I think that's so, it for, do you have any cues? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously I, I got a few um, cause it's the halfway point. The first ever, well, since we've been alive, the first ever official halfway mark, because it's been an even amount of weeks in the mm-hmm. regular season. Um, we can skip over big four player of the week because it's been like a week and a half, maybe even two weeks. Um, so I just want to do some midseason awards. Um, I'll go to Brian first. Brian, who's your MVP so far? Uh, I don't know. Um, uh-huh. Mac Jones. Um, uh, dude, that's a tough question. I don't know. Stafford, Cooper Cup. I don't know. Cooper Cup. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Run, homie. You're Run, homie. All right. I- Cooper Cup for Brian. <laughs> oh, Stafford, but Cooper Cup offensive player of the year. Yeah, for sure. All right, Luke. Um, I was gonna say Stafford too. I wanna say Kyler Murray, but he's freaking injured. Um, I think he would have had a good shot at it. Uh I don't want to say Stafford though, also because Brian just said it. Um, but I feel like he's the Best option. Find Matthew Stafford. He's freaking goaded, man. Rodgers. I don't. I don't understand why none of. I don't know. I don't understand why none of you guys picked this guy. Um, it's obviously Mike White. I mean, 
Come on, uh, guys. Pick it up. I'm so I'm so incredibly off the Mike White train. Like, dude had <laughs> one good game. Like, <laughs> wow. Come on, man. Put some respect. Um, it's Tom Brady. Yeah, I honestly it might be. It's Tom Brady. When you're talking about consistency throughout the entire year, it's it's Tom Brady. All right. Next one. Uh Brian Kyrie kind of already answered this. Uh offensive player of the year at the moment. Cooper, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Luke. Um, yeah, it's probably gonna be these are all like so easy at this yeah. point. Well, MVP is um, a little tough. I'll go Austin Eckler. He's had a good year. He's been good. I would say Derrick Henry, obviously. If if he didn't get hurt, it probably would have been Derrick Henry. But because Cooper Cup is also putting up some ridiculous numbers that haven't been done since Randy Moss, um, we'll go with him. Um, defensive player of the year, Brian. Matthew, I don't know, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. Luke. Um. Uh, it mm, is this like Judon? <laughs> yeah, Matthew Judon. <laughs> Maybe like, if he didn't get held every. <laughs> is this like? I got, got held every single. Is play. this like the see if the season ended now or who I think it will be at the see, end? See if the season ended now. Uh, because if I think because uh, if the season end if it was if it was uh. When the season ends, I think Trayvon Diggs can have a shot to get back to it. But right now, I don't think it is. Um, I'll go TJ Watt because he got screwed out of it. Well, not really screwed because Aaron Donald's a beast. But I thought he should have gotten it last year. And he is on a defense that is quite literally carrying the Pittsburgh Steelers. And he had three sacks last week. So TJ Watt. Yeah, I'm going to go Miles Garrett as well. Because whenever you look at pass rush stats, whether it's sacks, rush, uh, hurries, knockdowns, any of that, um, he leads it. And then the last one is who's the biggest surprise so far this year? Like team wise. Team wise? Like team? Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati? Cincinnati? I guess they've fallen off. Yeah. Uh, Still with a winning record, though. Yeah, they are. I'll say the Kansas City Chiefs. I didn't think they were going to be as good as they were last year, but I also didn't think they were going to be this horrendous. Yeah, they're Um, 5-4. is the fakest 5-4 and ever. And they scored Mm -hmm. 13 points again. Like, I know their defense is bad, but I didn't know their offense was going to be this bad. Let's just say that. So the Kansas like City bottom, Chiefs, bottom tier quarterback right now. the Chiefs are my, um, my surprise team, and not in a good way. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go with. I mean, I was extremely surprised by how they got, by how they started the season, and uh, they're still tied in the AFC West. I'm gonna go with the Raiders. Um, tough week last week against the Giants, but. I mean, when you got so much going on outside, like off the field, it's kind of it's kind of tough to concentrate. I feel bad for Derek Carr. Um, didn't have his best game, and I'm not even surprised. Simply because, I mean, with everything going on with Henry Ruggs stuff like that. But I mean, five and three for them. I think I had them winning like four or five games at the beginning of the season, and they have that through nine weeks. So. Mm-hmm. I'll go with the Raiders. Uh, that's all I got. That's all so, you got. Anything else got. from the N- National Football League? Anything else that we want to say? Uh, go Pats. Go Pats. Yeah. Go Pats. Uh, all right. Pats. Now we have a decision. Do you want to talk about the stinky NBA or do we want to talk about MLB awards since they're mm, since they're MLB awards? MLB awards. Okay. The final NBA has got a. The NBA has got a about the Celtics should release Marcus Smart. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very true. Actually, he's been bad. He's been bad. I really like that idea, Brian. That's magnificent. I also, I also wish Dennis Schroeder was here for the long haul, but he's not, unfortunately. Yeah, who knows? What if he's back Cel- again? Let, let's 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 say this. He's good, but I also let's don't want sign Celt- Dennis Schroeder over a max contract. That's what player. I'm saying. I don't <laughs> want the Celtics to sign yeah. him over everything. Um. 
Okay, so the MLB Awards finalists came out, what was it, like two days ago or something like that? Um, some we can go over, some there are no, there's no need, like Shohei's the AL MVP. Um, Bryce Harper's the MVP, Leano. And see, that's a little bit iffy. Um, and then there's Rookie of the Year, Manager of the Year. Manager of the Year. Alex yeah. Why is Alex Cora not a nominee? Yes. Not there. What? Yes. BS. Him oh, yeah, and Tony LaRussa. Tony LaRussa was projected. Stupid. Kevin Cash does not belong on that stupid list. Yeah, Kevin Cash. Like, what what is he what has he proven that's different from last year? Dusty Baker kind of has he to be in there. Listen to the binder. Yeah, I don't mind Dusty. Dusty has to be there. Scott Service. I don't know. I mean, the Mariners did overachieve, so I guess I'm fine with that. Um, but they didn't even make the playoffs. The Red no, Sox they, were literally projected to have a less than a below 500 record by like a game, but who cares? Um, and then they go on and they make the American League Championship. They series. were, They're but you also have to look, away. So yeah, you have to. Well, so voting does happen before the first games of the playoffs so this isn't accounted for playoffs okay but so also. realistically like the mariners and red sox i can i don't know the exact projections at the beginning of the year but i can assume they were very similar and the mariners were what a game away so basically they had the same expectations and same end of the season so i guess that that was a toss-up between uh scott service of the mariners and alex Cora because they basically had the same exact season except the red sox were one game better um, so I, I'm Yo, I don't even, that. it's just the Kevin cash thing. Yeah. I don't mind him being on there. I just think that core should be in over cash. Yeah. It's, yep. it's just ridiculous. Um, but that no one really cares about the manager of the year. It, it, it's probably going to be what dusty Baker. And also probably. that also doesn't make sense either. Um, uh, what's his face? Uh, why can't I Snicker. Snicker. I was going to say Schilt for some reason, but that's Cardinals. He wasn't on there. Uh, I don't get it. Gabe Kapler, absolutely for the Giants. Craig Council. Schilt is on there. Mm, I know he is. No, I was going to say Schilt as the Braves manager, but I it, it's Snicker. Um, Council, maybe, but he was also in a really like tough division, in, or, or not tough division, like tough as in not really great. So he kind of really didn't have to manage the last month of the season because they were up by a bajillion games. And then Mike Schilt, who got fired by the Cardinals, is one of the nominees, which is kind of hilarious. Um, yeah, that was like, uh, what's his name? That got fired Dwayne, by Toronto. Dwayne Casey. Dwayne yeah, Casey. Dwayne Casey. Yeah, he got fired after um, yeah, after he won, he won Coach of the Year. So that that one is still one of the wildest ones. Uh, Rookie of the Year, also very simple. It's Randy in the AL. Um, if Wander played a full season, it was probably going to be Wander, but since he didn't really Play he only played like what did. 70 ish games and he still was should not be Randy. ridiculous um i don't even think randy should be a finalist his numbers aren't even that good ryan mountcastle's numbers are 30 times better ryan mountcastle can put well i mean the nominees are randy wander and luis garcia luis garcia right that's also Re- luis garcia um I think I'm fine with it being Randy Wander again. Wander, if he had a full season, it would have been him by a. It mile wouldn't have been even dude close. Is, the dude's just ridiculous, and I, I like it, but at the same time, I despise it because he's just so good, and we're gonna yeah. have to, the Sox dude. are gonna have to face him 19 times a year. But if Kid he was puts in any up other, MVP numbers against the Sox, yeah, if he was in any other division, it, he would be amazing to watch, and I'd love watching him. But I just hate it because he's on the Rays. Um, and then the NL. I mean, Dylan Carlson's fine. Trevor Rogers has had a really good year. Got hurt in the middle of the year, so he didn't have a lot of innings. Um, and that's going to be Jonathan India. It should be rookie of the year. So rookie of the year should be easy. Yeah. Cy Young's. AL Cy Young. I don't I think don't... there should be a question. But it's... there's also there's also that tiny little bit of the MLB just riding the Yankees and then just picking Garrett Cole or just like whoever ever votes for him just like uh, i don't know it should be robbie ray i feel like i think it should be there too. shouldn't be a whole lot of questioning but there's always a chance with the stupid yankees yeah uh, i think it'll be him it should be him um 
it shouldn't be. I mean, it's tough because Lynn had an injury near the end of the season, didn't pitch. And then the last few starts for both Cole and Ray just seemed like they didn't want the award. So they're like, here, I'm going to throw this game so I don't get this award. And both of them have the same idea and had horrible last starts of the season. So they both leave bad tastes in, in mouths. And then there's no taste in the mouth for Lance Lynn because the dude didn't freaking pitch the last few starts of the season. I think he might have come back for like the like maybe two or three at the end of the year, but he was hurt near the end. Um, so this one's a really weird one. Should be Robbie Ray. I think it will be Robbie Ray. National League. This is this is probably the most interesting, other than maybe NL MVP. This might be the most interesting conversation. I oh I don't know. My pick has always been Corbin Burns just because of his consistency, but he also doesn't have the innings. Like he has like I don't know, maybe I think it's like fifty innings less than Zach Wheeler and like twenty or so innings less than I Scherzer. Think Zach Wheeler, easy. I don't think Wheeler has pitched the most innings by far. He's the only one above two hundred innings or whatever it was. Um, has a good strikeouts per nine, has a good ERA. But Max Scherzer also has uh, a really good ERA, really, really good whip below one, and only has two less starts. Um, and then Corbin Burns. I I kept saying it was Corbin Burns. I don't think it will be him anymore just because of the innings issue. He did lead the uh, National League and actually the MLB in ERA. But again, the innings is a factor. Um, I don't know. This one's going to be tough. Brian, you say Wheeler? I think it's Wheeler. Yeah, most. Yeah, I, I think I, he had, what, most strikeouts in the MLB too? Most strikeouts, most innings, most complete games, most shutouts. Yeah. yeah. Most batters faced. It very well could be him. Um, and again, it could have been, it, like, we could be talking about Scherzer too in terms of innings, but the way that the Dodgers have their bullpen, like, Wheeler, if Wheeler was in Scherzer's position and they flipped, I feel like the innings would have flipped as well because of the situation Scherzer was in in LA where they have that dominant bullpen where they, you can take them out after like five or six, whereas Wheeler kind of had to go the distance or close to it every game. Um, so that kind of has the innings skewed a little bit, but I think it's close. I, I really wouldn't have an issue with either. I would like it to be Corbin Burns again. The innings issue. I think he's just been the most consistent. Um, and again, same thing. Same thing with freaking Cole and Ray. Scherzer had a few bad. Like he had some. I think he had two back to back, five earned run outings in his last like five starts or something like that. Maybe only one, but he didn't have a great end of the season either. So it was just it was weird to see. Everyone yeah, just and, gave up. And Walker Bueller too. Uh, um was the favorite in the NL until he had a bad game in San Francisco and fell off. Like uh, everyone in September just did not want to get these awards at all. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think it'll end up being Zach Wheeler. Won't be surprised if it's Scherzer won't really have a fight. If it's either of them MVP, it's not Tatis. It can't be he had a good year. He's going to be one in the future in my opinion, but this isn't his year. He didn't, uh, I mean, he didn't have the numbers the other two had. And then it comes down to Bryce Harper and Juan Soto. And again, this is like the NL Cy Young. I wouldn't have an issue with either. I do have a preference and that is Juan Soto, but Bryce Harper isn't a bad pick either. Led the league in slugging and OPS and OPS plus and doubles while Soto was just an on-base freaking machine getting on base almost half the time he was up at the plate with the most walks um, and the most intentional walks. But, I mean, that doesn't really mean anything. Andrew, you think it's Harper? Um, Yeah, but like you said, I, I wouldn't be disappointed if it went to Soto. I mean, kid's a beast. I mean, he's going to be – he could easily be – Mike Trout of the National League and just win several of them as long as I mean Tatis and Soto could just alternate every year. Yeah, I agree. Um, again, I think Tatis will get one. It's not his year at all. Um, he had a fine year. He had a fine year. Actually, scratch that. He had a really good year. It's just yeah. not 
it's just not, you know, what he started off as. And then the other two kind of caught up and surpassed him again, not going to complain at all. If either of them get it, I think it should be Soto just because like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I mean, I not, think- not that. Yeah. Not that this factors know. into the MVP, you know, who wins it or not, but Tatis does have to clean up his, his defense a lot. Yeah, and he cannot afford to be making that many errors. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like he's a good enough athlete to play in the outfield. I feel like there's a lot less pressure than playing. Realistically, if you play if you play shortstop, you're athletic enough to play the outfield. That's just yeah. I mean, I feel like that's the bottom line. Yeah, and I feel like there's a lot less pressure being out in left field than being at shortstop. A hundred percent. He just has. He just has to get used to, you know, playing, you know, moving back and then forward as opposed to moving forward, then back. And then also with the wall, the warning track, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has the entire spring season of, or spring training to, um, to really get used to it. And I mean, hopefully they can really figure out, you know, what he, what they want to do with him because I feel like it'll be a little tough for him to keep going back and forth unless he's comfortable with that. Yeah. And also, games played injuries he missed 32 games so i mean you can't really do anything about that um so if he has like a a season where he plays 145 150 then we can talk about a little more but yeah 42 home runs 97 reis nothing to sneeze at at all so he had a fantastic year but i just think the other two are better uh that was pretty much it for the awards um actually that is it for the awards there are no none other to talk about um, do we want to talk about the NBA? The NBA is just so like, it's for, first of all, it's early. So we can't really make any assumptions. Um, other than the Warriors are going to sweep their way to the Warriors finals. Are going to the championship. Um, yeah. I do have one worry though, about the possible Jason Tatum, Bradley Beal type thing. They won't um, be a defensive team whatsoever. <laughs> well, I saw, I saw something at, it could easily not be true, but I'm just going to pretend it is just because I'm a little nervous about it. Saw a report that if Beal and Tatum were to team up at some point, it would be in be Washington. Washington. Yeah, I, I, I've said this so many times. Their role players. Uh, it's are so more like it's more likely that Tatum requests a trade to Washington than the Celtics get Bradley Beal. That's just yeah. my opinion. Honestly, like. I mean, yeah, that would be kind of tough, but especially especially if they want to keep smart, like if they want to keep smart Tatum's like F this, I am out of here. I do not want to be here. I mean, he, he doesn't seem like he's upset, but he just doesn't seem like, like, I don't know if it's a good comparison or not. This is probably not a good comparison, but the comparison of him and Mookie Betts, Mookie Betts wanted to be here. So it's kind of different. Um, I think Tatum wants to be here too. I, yeah, don't I think know. he does too. He's been saying a lot of stuff like, you know, about resiliency and stuff like that. And yeah. like before, before I you get to tell. the good, you have to go through the bad. I just look on the floor when he fist pumps a lot and gets like excited. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that's, that's the thing. He doesn't they do that. Get rid of Marcus. He, he doesn't. Marcus. Yeah. He doesn't. I, yeah. Do, you got to get rid of Marcus. He doesn't do that often. And neither did Mookie. So like Mookie, you couldn't really tell if he wanted to be there. I think he liked Boston. You know, it was easier to tell. But at the same time, you're like, oh, does he want to? Because he's not showing emotion. Gets traded to L.A. Immediately starts showing more emotion. So yeah. like, eh, I don't know. I mean, that 2020 in that playoffs, he he was fired up in some moments. That doesn't really mean same anything. In Boston. I mean, I don't. When he would rob a home run here, or hit the grand slam on the 13 pitch at bat. I don't well, yeah. okay, That's grand slam like, on the 13 so, pitch at bat is like robbing a home run in the World Series. I don't think like. It's I feel like it doesn't. I feel like he didn't get as hyped in the playoffs because he simply sucked. Oh, he was bad. He was bad. But yeah, the back to the basketball aspect. I don't know Tatum. I can't read him, which is a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting, is what it is. Um, get more money here. He can. He can get more he's money got, here. He, he's got to keep deuce with all of his friends, you know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. I, I, I don't have any comments on that yet. We'll have to see what Beal does if Beal stays. Which 
I think it's becoming more and more likely because the Wizards are just a good team yeah. this year. I mean, they're in I, freaking first place. Holy F, I yeah, didn't realize that they're in first place. Oh, my um, God. I think it's pretty simple. Um, who won the Russell Westbrook trade? Oh, um, yeah. The Lakers are bad. Mon- is, I think it's, it's – dude, it's so hilarious. Montrez Harrell having a – having a great season and he had he had freaking dnps in the playoffs like i know Rabel, what the what are we doing i never understood why he didn't play games in the playoffs i i didn't understand it at all dude i don't it's something about i don't know it just doesn't make any sense because i we mean just we should just finagle uh zach levine from the bulls no why would we yeah. do that yeah we're bulls oh yeah fans. we're oh yeah i forgot to say we're officially a bulls fan big big test for chicago tomorrow not in, a big bulls yeah. fan don't like anybody on the bulls in gold i State. dude i actually you know, like javante so, green or vucevic javante like, green the fact that javante green is starting is like what the heck dude i green honestly green? i honestly don't mind any of their starting five lonzo yeah, javante green demar Derozan, stack levine and nikola vucevic i mean i also don't hate Caruso. i've never liked demar lonzo's annoying um, Lonzo should have been a Celtic. He was rumored to to, and to paper to the Celtic. Honestly, would take him over Smart. Not gonna lie. Oh, he is one hundred percent. Yeah. Oh yes. my God! All day long. He's he's proven to be a very good passer. No, oh my um, God, he's ridiculous. He's, Did you see the UFA zip pass? I sent it to you guys. His yes. freaking zip pass, like that was ridiculous. Just, yeah, to the Levine three sixty. The UFA's in uh, unrestricted free agents in twenty twenty three. LeBron, Harden, Wall, Westbrook, Beal, Irving, Wiggins, Jokic, Russell, uh, Vucevic. Oh my God, these are Jeremy all Grant, unrestricted. Miles Turner. Bogdanovich. Miles Turner. Why the frick is Miles Turner not on the Celtics? He should have been Levert, here like four years ago. Will Barton. These are all unrestricted. Yep. Josh oh, Richardson. Also, also, Ubre. Talking about talk about James Harden. My goodness, has that man struggled since he can't get to the line more than five times a game, as opposed to last the last like fifteen seasons where he's gotten there like. Gee, I don't know, like at least 15 times a game. El Bado. Like, he would he would probably go Jacoby like Kobe thir- Brissett blew out his knee. Yeah. He probably he would probably go like 13 or 14 Thanks, out of 15 Brian. from the line. And then that would I mean, no wonder why he's dropping all these 30 point games. He's getting half of his points for free. Yeah, that is true. It's just so frustrating. I mean, it's really it's it's good, it's fun to watch the NBA not make those calls but i just think it's really hilarious how you know james harden has struggled but then you have guys like kd and steph curry who are just dropping points on points on points and this is so another thing that i hate going on to uh steph curry i said he was the best player in the league um last year and obviously he had what could have been an um mvp season um and then obviously the playoffs happen. Everyone sees what Katie does. Oh, Katie's the best player in the league. And then they see what Giannis does in the finals. It's just like, oh, Giannis is the best player in the league. Like it's just all based on recency bias. And then Steph Curry comes back after not making the playoffs. And then he drops a 50 bomb. And then he's just, he's also averaging like 28, 29 points a game. It's just like, oh, he's the best player in the league. Like, yeah, he has been for about, a year now. It just took you some time to realize it after watching the playoffs. It's so stupid. Yeah, he's good at basketball. Uh, Ridiculous. Huh? Yeah. And they don't have Clay, and they don't have James Wiseman. I will yeah. say their 11 games so far this year haven't been extremely competitive. But, mm. I mean, it's very difficult to go 10-1. Jordan and one. Poole has played really well. He's averaging like yeah. 18 a game, hitting like Almost forty percent of his three. Gary Payton the second. Good. My goodness, yeah. does he have some bunnies? He's been good. They've been good. They've been. Really they have good. been good. They're winning the games that they have to, and that's what you need to do to be a good team. Yeesh. That's what the Celtics don't do, and that's why I became a Bulls fan. Um, is that it for the and 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 I don't even know what freaking letters I'm trying to say. NBA. NBA. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that's else? Good enough. All right. Um. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. Do you have a stat? 
Um, yeah, let me go. Let me go fishing. Cool. What's up, Brian? How are you doing? Chilling. Yeah, me too. Just podding. Yeah, same. Kind of. Hey, look, we both got socks. Go socks. We both got socks stuff off. Yeah, go socks, socks fever. Kid. Socks fever. Oh, I got. I got. Okay, I got here we go. Okay, so this is about some uh, college football. Um, Wake Forest just entered the uh, the top ten last week. Proceeded to lose then, so that's kind of hilarious. But now that Wake Forest was ranked number ten in the AP poll. Every single Power 5 school has been ranked in the top 10 of the AP pool at least once. Even Vanderbilt, which was 74 years ago. Vanderbilt. They are a bad football so, yeah. team. No, every, bad. every single Power 5 uh, team has now been ranked in the top 10 of the AP pool at least once. Nice. So That's interesting. Congrats, Wake Forest. You just, you no, just wait, uh, put the icing on the cake, and now you're going to drop down to like 20. Let's go wait. Oh, well, also the college football rankings are so stupid. And I like them. No, you shouldn't like them for two reasons. Um, I'm not even going to bring up what about anything about Oklahoma, because I could go on about that for ages. Oklahoma's um, a bad team. They're not a bad team. Uh, they've won the most games. You're supposed to count wins over playing well. It's kind of how it goes. Anyways. Um, well, Michigan, Michigan's ahead of Michigan State, which is that weird. one makes no sense. But they also should have won that game if the refs didn't blow the call at the end of the half. Okay, but just hear, hear me out. Michigan's ahead of Michigan State. Michigan State beat Michigan, and then Oregon is ahead of Ohio State because Oregon beat Ohio State. The inconsistency is really pissing me off. It is. The they only- need to go to a twelve-team playoff. No, not twelve. Eight. Eight no, is 12. eight's the cap. Twelve, because no, because no, no, make the top four. No, no, they're not. They're not old enough to play that is, many games. It's not that many games. It's only one. It's, it's no, it isn't. Over four, you go what? from four to twelve, and you only increase one game. Yeah, the top four have a bye. Five through twelve play to play one through four. So at most, you're playing three extra games, but you're not because you're going to lose. All you're doing is playing an extra one, two extra. They're going to play 14 games on the season. I mean, that's is, kind of a lot for 18 year olds. With not the championship teams play like play 15 for a conference championship playoff national championship. Oh my God, Lamar! What a bad so throw. at most at most they play one extra game. I at think most one extra game. So I feel like national 12, champion one extra game. I feel like 12 is just a little too much because you're starting to get into like teams that really don't belong there. I feel That's like with the eight. No, if it, you, the whole point is you still have to reward being in the top four because you can't get there. Then there's really no point. You'd be like, oh, we lose a game. We lose a game. It doesn't matter. You have to reward being in the top four because you get the first round by five through for tw- winning the for winning our conference. Well, so too, the should. six conf the, or the, the conference champions are guaranteed. Yeah. Right. So it, they rank the they rank out of the twelve teams who's in the top four, but then the conference champions are guaranteed. Then that leaves um, the at larges. So there's six at larges. Yeah, I mean that gives a chance. I mean, I just just to see some other teams that aren't in power fives that feel like they deserve a chance so i do like the idea of expanding like, like this is what how many teams if they did it this year this is what it would be so georgia won um this is just assuming at the end of the year georgia won ohio state or um oklahoma oh, jesus georgia won oregon two ohio state three cincinnati four just a random four teams but the matchups eight nine would be oklahoma notre dame five twelve alabama wake forest Michigan State, Oklahoma State, Michigan, Texas A&M. And then the winners of those games would play in the four. So at most, you're only playing one more game. The national champion is only playing one more game. I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It gets more fun. You get basically four extra games. That's all you get, which is cool. Cool. That's going to be Bring that to the league office. That's what it should be. Anything's better than four. That's for sure. Because they've had four for way too long. Because no matter what, there's always at least there's always at least one snub. No matter what, eight 
doesn't change anything. It's the same amount of games as if there was 12. So at least extra games for the teams. I don't know. This would be fun because like Oklahoma and Notre Dame would be a fun game. Michigan State, Oklahoma State would be a fun game. Michigan A&M would be a fun game. And then just they get to play the, to one of the top fours. Like you get a lot of good games. It's, they need more good games. Yeah. So because yeah. the playoff games have sucked every single year. Outside of Oklahoma, yeah. uh, Georgia and the Rose Bowl, and like 20 yeah. with Baker and yeah, was, Tony yeah. and Chubb. Like that was the only good playoff game in the yeah. overtime, not overtime, but uh, Deshaun to Hunter Renfro. Other than that, every other game sucks. They're all blowouts. Yeah. Every single one of them. Yeah. So they got to change the one four has you as basically every time has just been outside of, the, outside of the one. Uh, yeah, outside of except to Z. Yeah, but that was Ohio no, State, but, yeah, Jones. but that game was still still a blowout. blowout. But yeah. at least it was going the other way. So yeah, at least it was. Yeah, like other than that, like LSU blew everybody out. Um, Alabama blew. Alabama played out. like Washington one year. They played mm-hmm. Michigan State. Yeah, that was that was the first one, I believe. Washington. No, Washington was I think the second. Oh no, that was the second. It was, one. Oregon, one was Ohio. Oregon. Ohio State, State was Ohio Florida. State. Oh yeah, it was, was Jameis. Yeah, that yeah. was when. Oh my God, the Jameis Oregon um, Mariota like Rose Bowl 50. game. They beat him by like fifty. Yeah, that was a bad game. Yeah, yeah. like the playoff sucks. They have to go to twelve. They, they do. Yeah, they have to expand. They, they don't really have a choice because it's just not fun anymore. Yeah. And basically, all you would do is obviously your top, your, your, the four teams, like those games would still be like one of the New Year's Six Bowls. So, Cotton Rose, Sugar Orange, Fiesta, Peach. Yeah. But then your, those four other games. Oh, guess what? It's the other four. It's perfect. You play the six bowl games, are the six playoff games, because there's six games, and then seven would be the national championship. Perfect. Makes so much sense. Six New Year's Six Bowls, six games to get to the playoff. Too yeah, much when, sense. You don't understand so, why they haven't done it. Yeah. When? So, when would the season end? That would just end like a week later. I'm assuming. It wouldn't change. It would. There's so much time. So. Oh yeah, conf- they they have like three weeks. Conference to prep. conference championship games are the eighth, like that weekend. Right. Yeah, and then they have like three weeks until the bowl yeah. game. So the the national championship is until like Monday the eleventh or twelfth or something like there in January. Uh, the playoff games are either on New Year's Eve or right around there, within New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, or the day before, whatever the Saturday, wherever the Saturday falls, and that means the week before. So you have a week, a bye week after your conference championship, and then you just go first game. Next game, bye week national championship. It's like the it's like the NFL playoffs. It's well, except or you can just piggyback off the national off the conference championship games because half of those teams aren't going to play in conference championship games. So yeah. well, not necessarily. The loser would could still make the playoffs. But the NFL, the bye the top teams get the bye. There's the bye week before the Super Bowl, so you get the bye week before the national championship. It makes too much sense. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Six New Year's Six Bowls, six games. National Championship is the seventh. Oh, my God. You would think they've thought of this, but I don't know. I don't think so. You should probably you should probably tell them, Brian. But, like, the, it's the, the whole... Idea. I just don't get it. Like, they use the New Year's Six Bowls because they're the best bowls. You can make a 12-team playoff where there would be six games. It just lines yeah. up perfectly. Also, that would that would lead to players like if they're not playing in an important bowl and then you expand so that they're playing for a national championship in those bowls then you you wouldn't have top prospects sitting out of those games thinking new year six bowls any of them like this year like what it's the cotton and is it the cotton yeah it's the cotton in the fiesta i don't know i don't even remember whatever it is i think it's the cotton in the fiesta so whoever's playing in the rose bowl so big 10 big uh pac 12 so you'll get the loser of the big 12 championship so you get like wisconsin and or Michigan or, or whatever the highest ranked Big 12 team that or Big 10 team that doesn't make the playoff playing like if Oregon makes the playoff, they're playing like, I don't know, Utah. They don't care about that game. Like, <laughs> no, they're just going to sit it out because they don't want to get hurt. So you're going to get, I don't know, whoever the stud on Michigan, any of them sitting out or same for if Alabama misses the playoff and they play in the Sugar Bowl against one of either Oklahoma or Oklahoma State. Well, then 
uh, I don't know the ju- any of the juniors on on Alabama aren't going to play. Any get anybody's going to the draft isn't going to play. So it's so stupid. That's why mm-hmm. you can do this. It makes so much sense. Yeah, when you have two good teams in the same conference or in the, yeah in the same conference like Alabama and Georgia, yeah. they both deserve a chance. Exactly. To- they both deserve a chance to fight for a national championship. Exactly. I don't like, care what seed you give them. They deserve a like chance. If Alabama, which I would assume loses to Georgia, they're out. But no, they could be like the nine seed in the 12 team playoff and still win it all, which I exactly eight. But they at least have the chance. Like just because yeah. like that's why like college football, like there's such an emphasis placed in regular season games as there isn't in, in any kind of football because it's a short season. But like you shouldn't like. One loss shouldn't just eliminate you from winning a national championship. It makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like just... Whatever. Yeah, good, Luke good, watch college football. Good job, Brian. No, I. Uh, yeah, that's right. I, I try. I try. I try. This well, makes no sense. I. I won't, especially now since college basketball is back, and that's what I'll end on. I'll just end since college basketball is back. I can go back to my thing where I tell you the best games of the week. And for this week, it should really be self-explanatory. You can kind of look at it with your eyes and see that the two best games are tomorrow and Saturday night. Uh, rest in peace, East Coast viewers, a.k.a. AKA us, because Friday night, Villanova visits UCLA at 11.30 p.m. Eastern. 11.30. Uh, yeah, it's kind of tough. Um, but it'll be a really good uh. game. Yeah, I know. That stinks. Uh, top four matchup, Villanova for number four, you say number two, obviously they won their first two, both of them won their first games. Um, and then you got two guys in wooden watch, Colin Gillespie, Johnny Juzang, obviously UCLA. How long has Colin Gillespie been at Villanova? Long time. I think this is his fifth year. And he, I I think think he was on six because I think, I think he got a COVID year too. I think Uh he was a backup like I think he was a bench bench player on the Chris Jenkins um team that yeah. won the national championship. He I, seems like he's been there forever. Uh yeah he's like been he there was there for, a for peak peak Ryan Archie Diacono. Like he was Yeah. He was, he was there he was he's his been backup. There since he's been there since seventeen eighteen, which I think was the Chris was Jenkins. It? No, that was after Jenkins was sixteen. Did they win back to back? No, UNC won in 17. Yeah. It went Villanova, uh, UNC, uh, freaking... Villanova again? Yeah. It oh, Villanova, yeah. It did go Villanova. Villanova. Oh, because yeah. Villanova, Villanova, UNC, Villanova. Yeah, because UNC, UNC, UNC won. UNC won and then went back and lost. It was Villanova, Michigan, when Michigan beat Loyola Chicago in the final four. That was 17-18. So, yeah, he's a national champion um, from that team. He's been there forever, but he's on the wooden watch again. Um, and then Johnny Juzang, don't sleep on on Jalen Moore from Villanova. Had 27 in their first game, including Hello. I think it was like six or seven threes. Um, and then the last game on or the yeah, the last game on Saturday, 10:30 p.m. Eastern on the East Coast. Uh is that one late? it's it, a weekend. Who cares? It is Watch yeah, it is a weekend. And it actually favors college football watchers because you can go right from college football right to Gonzaga, Texas, which is a top five matchup with number one Gonzaga, number five, Texas, Texas in their first game. They kind of blew out. I don't even know who they played, but it was an irrelevant team. They beat by 50 and they kind of spread the wealth. And then Gonzaga beat again. I don't know who they played, but they beat their team by 30. Um, Chet Holmgren had like what I think it was 14 points and seven boards. Also in his first game, I was just going to say First game ever at Gonzaga now has the record for single game blocks, and that is seven. <laughs> so that's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, those are gonna be the two best games. Those are kind of easy ones, just because you know. Don't sleep on Boston College and Holy Cross tomorrow. Yeah, it, could, it could be a good Bruh. game in terms of closeness, but you <laughs> no. BC some... looked good on on uh, Tuesday. They got yeah. this new transfer from like Mississippi State, guys from like Norway. Norway or I don't know the Netherlands and he's like seven three guys a bucket. U- UMass has a BC transfer Rich Kelly I don't know if you remember Rich Kelly Rich he, Kelly yeah, Rich Kelly transferred into BC too like he's he did? like a, he's oh, like a four time transfer 
Yeah, he was, he's a starter. He looks good. He looked good. Rich Kelly. Rich Kelly. Yeah, I didn't know who he was until I saw him, and he looked pretty good. Yeah, he was he was with he was with the uh, the old Q Quinnipiac for three years, then transferred to Boston. That's College so funny. Um, so yeah, we got Rich Kelly now. But yeah, those are the, the easy yeah, games. Quinnipiac, Boston College, UMass. He's just living it up in the Northeast. In the I Northeast, mean, he's from Connecticut. So he's go. just like he's just hopping team. T- Why would he? What? That's so weird. I don't know. You well, go to I, Quinnipiac, realistically, big time to BC. He played. No, and I now know. He's just like F it, UMass. Well, UMass is UMass is a better team. Like they're not a better conference. Obviously, ACC is better competition, but UMass is a is a better team. They have a like, better chance gonna, of making the gonna, tournament. They're gonna finish top three, top four in the A10, and if they finish top two somehow, which I can't see, but if they do somehow, then they could probably make the tournament. Um. They definitely have they a better chance. They looked good in there. Yeah, yeah, way better chance. BC is not sniffing the tournament. I'm sorry, Brian. They, oh, they what? Will... did I ever say that? They should have made the tournament with Robinson and Bowman, and then they got hosed. Oh but... yeah, they should. That that was their chance. That was their they chance. Beat Duke that year. Robinson and Bowman were like, they BC had, was like twenty and thirteen, and they then Robinson Syracuse. decided to go in the drafts, get they drafted lottery Syracuse for some both reason. Both times that year, and then Syracuse made the tournament over. BC made the final four, but hey, what are you gonna do about it? Yeah. And then and then Bowman decided or not Bowman, Robinson decided Robinson to go in the draft, like, get lottery whoever, drafted, and now is told what in China? Be a lottery pick. I mean, what I, a, I don't even what where is man. he? Wow, uh, he's even, just not in the league. He was select yeah, he's just not playing basketball <laughs> So yeah, that wasn't great. He could come, bad pick. He could have come back and uh played for a tournament team in BC. Um but Jerome yeah, Robinson. We'll we'll be doing. I'll be doing Career these every 4. week. 5. This is going to be. This was an easy one because you can just look at the the numbers. But I'll I'll look for some under the radar games that people might not be talking about as much. It's just tough non conference because it's either a really good game like those two, or it's just or it's Baylor versus Incarnate Word. Like who the frick is going to watch that game? Or Kansas Tarleton State, like. Not Carlton we're not gonna get Carlton, dude. I mean, Carlton. Duke's got some tough games coming up. Army, they got Army. Army. They got Campbell. They yeah, got they're they're, uh, they're co-partner the not, Citadel. Their co <laughs> their co-partner Navy beat up on Virginia. Who? Yeah, Virginia sucks. They're so and also bad. what freaking Keehan Keehan Clark. Clark or whatever. Kihei Clark. He's, he's, he's an like eighth a year too. Decade. I know, <laughs> and he stinks, dude. He. He's, He's been so starting bad. at point guard for has to be five seasons. It's, I mean, it has to be five seasons. I, he was on. He was on. He now was on I the know UMBC this. He was choke team. And then also in the yeah, national championship and the national championship team the year before. And then the, the next after. year was COVID year. And then. Wow, this is. Wait, no, he wasn't on the UMBC team. He this he is wasn't? his fourth. This is his fourth year. Nah, but yeah, a clone of himself. Yeah, he's he's break. been there forever, but he's There's bad. No Virginia. way, Virginia's really bad. I don't know. Tony that... Tony Bennett's just like Tony Bennett's going to change the philosophy of of defense and just try to <laughs> score the basketball. Tony Bennett, yeah, it's Tony Bennett. Whatever they do in whatever they do in practice doesn't work because when you go ten minutes without scoring against Navy, I mean, come on. Yeah, that was bad. I texted that. I was like, yeah. Have a, set, uh, have a set play to get a big man to score at the rack like, yeah. or get to the line. Ten minutes against Navy in your UVA. Like, no freaking way you can't score for And then Ohio minutes. State was, was inches away from losing to yo, Akron. Yeah, it was like the easiest buzzer beater to Liddell of all time. That was, it was just like uh, inbound pass key, roll but... lay in. And I was like, oh, come on. Yeah, Akron hits the three with like six minutes left and one down three to take the lead. I was like, oh, my God. Wow. I was going nuts. And then it was just mm-hmm. like, what am I talking about? There's, there's enough time. They're going to score easily. And then they did. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, though, the Champions Classic, that was very fun. Two decent games. I mean, the Kansas game, they kind of pulled away. Kentucky Duke was a good game. Um, the the box score and the final stats might not show it, but it was a good game all around. Paulo Bancaro is literally, and I said it, he's literally Jason Tatum 2.0. They play the gotta exact get that same. Kid a banana, bro. He's an yeah, electrolytes. <laughs> Um, and then there are other the entire second. There are other <laughs> freshmen who was better was Trevor, Trevor Keels. He had 20 freaking five. And then um, 
Kentucky. I think Kentucky will be fine. Oscar Sheway at freaking 17 and 20. What the F? That was kind of ridiculous. And then Severe Wheeler had 16 and 10. So Kentucky will be fine. They just ran into a really uh, good Kentucky Duke team. Sucks. I think Kentucky will be fine. Go to UMass. Yeah, let's go. They'll be they'll be nasty. But yeah, I'm excited. This is gonna be a very good college basketball season. I can sniff it. Um yeah. It's got to be so good, especially when uh, Kansas loses, Buffalo. In the, loses in the Elite Not this year, I swear. This is the year. No, this is the year. This is the year. 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 We got Remy, Remy Martin. Dude, you sound like a Yankees Big 12, fan. Big 12 player of the year, Ochai Abaji, David McCormick coming back his fourth year, Mitch Lightfoot, who has also been there for eight seasons. Swear that guy was with Kansas when the Morris twins were here. Um, we, got, we, we, got, ah. we got some we got some players. We, I hate Christian well, Brown. Was he there for Pierce? He was there for Pierce. He was there for the Morris Twins. He was there for uh, Thomas Robinson, if you remember Thomas Robinson. Uh, yeah, he was there. He's there for all of this. So Mitch Lightfoot, the goat. He also stinks. He's like his fifth year, and he probably has his yeah, best nah, season. Yeah, like will find a way to choke in the Elite Eight. It's the year. Remy Martin, yep. best nope. guard in the Big Twelve. Ochai Abaji, twenty-seven in his. Freaking the season debut. He's gonna be Big Twelve Player of the Year. I'm calling it. It's their year to make the Final Four. I'm not. I'm not so certain about national championship, but Final Four. I'm calling. Hype for Juby if Kansas finds a way to play in Buffalo. That would be sick. That would be. So, I would want. That would be so cool. That'd be so cool. That'd be so cool. I don't have a Kansas jersey though. I need to get one. They would. Have, they would have to be like a bottom. I do you not have a Kansas two. jersey. I know. I have, like a Oklahoma, I have Kansas fan. You have, have like every jersey. I have Oklahoma State and Washington, but those are also former Celtics players. Or one's former, one is not. But well, uh, hopefully, you will be former. Hopefully, they'll switch. Hopefully, that will switch. Can they flip up, please? <laughs> that'd be yeah, awesome. That would be that'd be good. All right, what is Tua doing? He just completed two of the. <laughs> we've been here for an hour and a half. I think we are all set. Anything it's been else? An hour and a half. We started at like nine. Anything else? Final thoughts. Um, just give Ben Caro the Wooden Award, please. No, no, no. Dude. Actually, no. He actually could. Yeah. <laughs> How about them Bruins? How about Not them Bruins? Chill. How about them? Go Pats. Any go Patses? Go Pats. <laughs> go Pats. Go Pats. Baby. Get the it's, win this week. It's time to four run. In a row. Win it's on Thursday night. Make run, it five baby. in a row. Get ten days to play Tennessee. Make it six in a row. And, and by that time, we're going to be night, first in the seven AFC. in a row. Then you get the bye week. You get the Colts. Make it eight in a row. Then we're talking Buffalo again. Make it nine in a row. Then we got okay, yeah, yeah, ten yeah. in a row. <laughs> and then we got the Dolphins in Miami. That's a loss. <laughs> Imagine that. Let's do it. Ten in a row. Let's be Miami week yeah. eighteen. Let's be Tennessee, Buffalo twice, and Indianapolis, Cleveland. Cleveland. Oh, we're gonna lose to Miami. We're gonna go over against Miami. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, that would be bad. In the, in the All right, finish. dude. If they, I don't know. If Miami, if Miami finished with three wins and to in one of the wins, and we'd win the division. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, it would be. Um, that's it. Thank you guys for listening. Once again, go follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Big Four Inch Podcast. Go Pat. We will see you later. How about the Please come home for Christmas. Not for Christmas, by